0: You're listening to the Astro Backyard Podcast. Capture the night sky. Hi everyone and welcome to the Astro Backyard Podcast. My name is Trevor Jones from astrobackyard.com.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Steve. I'm from Ontario Telescope and Accessories.
0: So today um, the subject we're going to be talking about is um, motorized focusers. So upgrading the focuser on your telescope uh, mainly for uh, astrophotography uh, and getting to do all sorts of fun things like autofocus and uh, really fine-tune your focusing using uh, software um, and a stepper motor.
1: Yeah, th- there's a variety of options out there that exist in the marketplace. Um, uh, I'm going to break it down into two categories. You can either put a motor on your existing focuser, if you like the focuser that you have, or you can replace your focuser altogether um, with... Uh, an aftermarket focuser. Um, some of the focusers that come on on your telescope from from the manufacturer are good, but sometimes they can be better. Uh, there's some manufacturers out there, um, Moonlight, Starlight Instruments are a couple that come to mind right away, where they have direct re- replacements for focusers. And what I what I mean by direct replacement is that you can actually remove the focuser you have, put this focuser on, use the exact same screw holes a- and you're off and running. You don't have to drill yeah. anything. You don't have to modify it. Um, there's no duct tape involved. Um, uh, you you're, just, you're, you're just
0: swapping just, the whole thing out.
1: Swap the whole thing out, uh, re and re. And uh, the, those focusers are, are really, really good. High-end uh, pieces of equipment, uh, machine-to-exacting standards. Uh, and the problem with the, those, well, there isn't really a problem with them, but the, the, they can be expensive. So you can easily spend upwards to $500 in... Uh, or if not more, on a replacement focuser. And you might not want to do that. You might be happy with the focuser you have. So, you know, you can put a a motor on it. And there's a couple of of manufacturers out there uh, that do that. And when you when you put your this motor on, now you're opening up a whole new world of possibilities when it comes to astrophotography. Um, you can automatically focus your system. You can have it refocus. And these are th- some of the things that we'll we'll get into. Trevor, you recently got one. Uh, it was uh, for for review, and I uh, we were going back and forth about it earlier this week. Uh, you, you got it installed on your uh, Explore Scientific.
0: Yeah, just I just got it installed. Um, it was. <clears throat> the Pegasus Astro uh, Motor Focus Kit, so the uh, the stepper motor uh, and then the focus motor controller. So uh, yeah, this was this was basically upgrading my existing focuser on my Explore Scientific ED102. So I took the focuser out um, and I removed the um, focus knob and then put the coupler from the the Pegasus Astro stepper motor, uh, joined that up. And uh now I can actually move move focus in and out using either the uh, the dial on the focus motor controller or uh, when I'm connected through uh, apt that and that's that's probably the coolest part like uh I was actually in the house controlling focus for the first time the other day, and that was kind of a new experience. keeping warm keeping warm, yeah, it was minus ten outside, so yeah. the uh, the cold days are back
1: yeah the um what I really like about that kit is the, uh, the the knob that's on the control box All right so you can mm-hmm. as you can turn it as if you're focusing right on the knob on the actual focuser and if you click it in have you tried that no but that
0: that's uh, makes it even fi- uh, finer right yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: it's like having your two-speed knob on a manual focuser so right that, I thought that was pretty cool so w- when you add a, a motorized focuser and I, I should point out that that particular one from Pegasus Astro is a dual Focuser. And what that means is it it won't control two motors, but you can either do a DC motor or a stepper motor. So if you have a a DC motor on your focuser now, and you might have uh, one of the older JMI type focusers uh, that has a two button controller, or uh, I know Orion had a setup like that, and there's a few other ones out there. Um, You can use that existing motor and put this controller on it, and now you have the ability to communicate to your focuser so it's a nice little upgrade and you can buy the kit um, without the motor just a controller by by itself um, right. so that, that's a nice feature you can do either AC or uh, sorry not AC uh, stepper or, or DC motors um, on top of that you guys have SCTs you're not being left out because there's a there's kits available for that as well where you can use the existing uh, f- focuser that is in place and and do that. So if you're doing any planetary imaging, this is this was a tip that I picked up from Christopher Goh um, a while back. And uh, he said if you're going to be doing any planetary imaging at all, you have to have some kind of motorized focuser, especially if you have a, a big aperture SCT like a C11 or a C14. Because as soon as you touch the focus knob, it's going to cause all kinds of vibrations and it'll take a while for it to settle down. Um, and, and if you're just trying to really find to tune your focusings on planetary, um, or actually it doesn't have to be planetary. Any high focal length. Yes, uh, I in, can totally see that. Yeah, it that vibrations are going to take a while to settle down. So having that motorized focuser there eliminates that issue because you're not you're not touching it. So um, true. So that, that, that's a uh, that, that's a bit of a handy tip for anyone out there uh, as well that wants to do planetary and you're having a hard time. Get a motorized focuser, um, and. Uh, It'll make your life a lot easier.
0: Totally. So, um, so the one of the coolest parts was uh, actually digging into uh, controlling the focuser in with APT. Uh, first of all, so I downloaded the the Ascom driver uh, from the Pegasus Astro website, uh, installed that. It was super quick, uh, and then the next time I booted up uh, APT, it recognized it right away uh, when I when I wanted to control it. Uh, it gave me a dialog box with uh, some settings I could choose, including uh, setting a backlash backlash compensation, which uh, I talked to Pegasus and they recommended um, for my setup that, that I should probably start using that. Um, you could, That's where you choose your mode, whether it's a stepper motor or DC motor, like Steve was saying. Um, so that was pretty straightforward getting it set up. And then within the Focuser tab of APT, very cool. It actually gives you a readout on your current focus position. Uh, so you can you can see that you'll see that number and then you can actually enter in uh, a new f- number for focus position and then click go to and it'll go to that spot so if you know that position where you're going to be in focus with a particular filter say uh, in my case it was h alpha the other night i can i can save not only save that position uh, and just go straight to it the next time i, I set up but uh, i can i can just punch that figure in or or close to it and go to it
1: that that's a really cool feature, especially if you have uh, filters that might not be parfocal to, to to each other. Because you, right. you you can do all your setup ahead of time, determine what those values for focusing will be, and if you have a plan uh, set up and you have your you know which filters you're going to use, and you tell the software to go to a particular filter for so many exposures and move on, you can put that focus step in there as well to make that adjustment. Yep. Which only brings out the, well, in my opinion, increase the quality of, the, of your data. And I think make processing more enjoyable because now you'll have stuff that's in focus.
0: Well, talk about a deal breaker. You can have everything going right, the perfect conditions. You've got the right exposure, time. Everything's going great. If you're out of focus, it's unusable. I, I know there's, there's no one in the world that, will, that will, is willing to live with an out-of-focus image. So it's it's critical.
1: That's true, uh, un, unless you know you have a beer at the same time.
0: Yeah, and then it may look in focus, but because yeah. everything's blurry at that point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, or 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 whiskey, you know that that works We're, too.
0: Yeah, sometimes you know the star parties, the I end up with some blurry images by the end of the night. <laughs>
1: No, it's it's scene conditions, right? So it's, it's a little wispy clouds. Always, the, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. it's the seeing conditions. <laughs> yeah. um, the 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 one other the one other feature is really good with with motorized focusers as well as the temperature compensation. Um, so a good a good stepper kit um, or solution should have a temperature compensation feature with it. And all that mm-hmm. is is basically a temperature probe that gets plugged into the controller to read what the the outside temperature is. And this might take a little bit of tuning uh, to figure out what works best for your setup. But this this is something interesting. I, I, I read this the other day. A 30 degree difference, and this is Celsius, a 30 degree Celsius difference, right, can cause a 1% difference in focal length on an aluminum tubed telescope. Charlie, uh, you might not have that issue right away because you've got carbon fiber, but for someone like myself, my my tube is aluminum, yeah. And you know, thirty degrees—that's a big step. But we can see if you know, a ten to fifteen degree difference, all the time, all the time. Yep. And 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 at what yours is seven hundred fourteen millimeter focal length. Yep. Mm-hmm. So one percent is seven millimeters. So even at fifteen degrees, is that I'm assuming that it's going to be linear. Yeah. Might not be, but still that that. That's three and a half millimeters of, of difference. That that is the difference between focus and out of focus. So, that's right. Ha- having the the ability to to run an autofocus routine and you know APT has it. SharpCap has that as well. An autofocus routine where it will take a series of images and using the f- um, uh, full wave half maximum. Am I saying full, that right? Full width half full, maximum. That's it, full width half maximum. Sorry. You can take it. It will take a series of measurements, and then you basically tell it, go to the best measurement, and it, and that will be your your best focus point. And if you want to do a sanity check on it, put a batten mask and just do a double check. That's right. right. And and then record that value, and based on that temperature, and and, and go forward from there.
0: Um, that's that's right. That's that's the kind of stuff. It's like once you get to that point There's there's no going back like just to have the peace of mind and knowing your shots are always going to be in focus You're you're compensating for the temperature change uh, It's doing its thing. Uh, it's just a matter of figuring it all out uh, the first time and then uh, And then you've got it and that's that's where I'm at right now like I'm I'm just overjoyed with the fact of adjusting focus in the house and being able to save positions uh, but once I get that temperature probe going, and I can do, use the autofocus feature to adjust for the temperature, uh, that's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah. So people are probably listening, thinking, "I got to get one of these. Where do I get it from?" And uh, um, I'm going to tell you, um, at, at OntarioTelescope.com, uh, you can pick up the Pegasus Focus Controller Kit. Um, I'm sold out right now because as soon as I announced them, they they all disappeared in 24 hours. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty, pretty neat, um, but I'm getting more, uh, and they're less than 400 bucks Canadian for a kit, and that gives you your controller, the temperature probe, the motor, um, everything you need to install it, and then you just need to install it. Uh, and there's other, and if you don't want to just do that, you want to replace the entire focuser. I, I like Moonlight. I've used Moonlight in the past. Um, very good value for the money. If you really want to get crazy, there's a, the Moonlight Nightcrawler. Um, uh, that that is an amazing focuser. I've it? heard of that one. And it has a, a built-in rotator as well. Which, oh wow! Right? So not only will it focus, but it'll really it'll frame in your object. And that's where you start getting it really crazy with plate solving and and uh, um, automation and and stuff. So. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he, the, the sky's the limit at that point.
0: I will say about the, the Pegasus Astro, uh, their, their, um, instructions and the manual is really straightforward. Uh, the customer support has been really great. Um, so very happy to, he, to see that with this company. Uh, they really care about their customers. So, um, yeah, I recommend it uh, for Pegasus.
1: Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I, I approached them too. I like the, the way the product looked and, and, uh, the, the adaptability of it, so it, and it, yeah. And if you have any problems, you know, in Facebook message, right? The, mm-hmm. Those guys are always on uh, uh, reachable, which is which is great. Um, they're probably going to hear this and like, oh no, never Well, now hopefully, we're a lot gonna, of people. We're going to get all anyone the Facebook can, messages.
0: Anyone can just come to you now because you've uh, you can relay all the messages. You've you've heard a lot of the uh, the common issues and everything with getting set up from from me and everything. So. Um, yeah, we're both educating ourselves in a hurry about this product. So
1: yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm going to shift gears a bit, and, and uh, for everybody listening, Trevor's probably going to start shaking his head. Um, oh. Tre- Trevor's writing a book, and and he's not done yet. So if, no, if anyone wants to pressure him, <laughs> feel free.
0: So we we can cut this out, right, Steve?
1: No. <laughs> Just stand in there. Okay. Um, No, I'm not setting you to a to a date or anything like that. But um, uh, I think it's pretty exciting that Trevor's writing a book. Um, It's a complete science fiction novel.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's in the nonfiction category.
1: Yeah. Um, So it's it's something that that I I look forward to, and uh, I'm I'm sure it'll be uh, insightful.
0: Well, thank you for that, Steve.
1: You're welcome. So if anybody if anybody wants to read that book sooner, <laughs> you, you know what to do. You're and, killing me. And and Trevor's going to uh, um, uh, wipe me off his Christmas card list. I can I can see it. <laughs> and, and stick me stick me with a bill on the next round. Ser- um,
0: <laughs> seriously though, end end of January would be a realistic timeline for the book. Really excited about that, and I, uh, I, need I, to get moving.
1: I like how you said end of January, but you left out the year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How you <laughs> noticed that? Did you?
1: Yeah. Hey man, I used to be in marketing. I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if anybody has any questions about focusing in general, uh, auto focusing, um, auto focusing solutions, um, you know, feel free to hit us up on the Facebook page, uh, Astro Backyard Podcast. And, you know, we'll uh, answer your questions uh, the best that we can. That's right. So until so... next time, hopefully. I keep saying clear skies, but it's not working. <laughs> no, no
0: snow is on the way, actually. Right oh, here.
1: great. i got to get my observatory done, and I can't. But at least it's up.
0: It's up. Oh. I saw it. it. looks beautiful. Yep. So,
1: until then, everybody clear skies.
0: Clear skies, everyone. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening. Tell your
0: friends. Don't subscribe.